Poppin', what's poppin'? What is good, everybody? Welcome to the In General Podcast with your host, Ty and Demi. What you heard? I hope y'all staying blessed in the holiday seasons. Almost Christmas time, Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, winter solstice, whatever you celebrate. Niggas it's the winter, winter holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the winter holiday season. Uh, hope y'all feeling good, man. Hope y'all staying blessed. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. We definitely appreciate that. But Ty, how's your week been going, man? Uh, week was good. Uh, this is my first week on vacation, so got back in the jujitsu. Been in the been on the mat about three times a week. Um, getting to work out a lot more. Just I don't know. I guess I get getting back to the stuff I was doing back before I when I was before working. Yeah, before before at school, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, finally getting back to stuff. So it's, I'm getting happy, man. That's uh, good, man. Kaisa come back today. So oh, it's scared. I'm, I'm ready for that for sure. Nigga finna be hitting man. some cheeks all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's um, a good time. Yeah, that's good, man. What's that's up really with you? Good. How's um, life? Life's been good. Um, I've been just as busy as you've been with photography and videography. Um just trying to, ew, what the hell is that? Um, just trying to, you know, get some more work out there, man. Yeah, even I feel like though, you've been doing a lot of shoots recently. Yeah, man. Yeah, and yo, I want to say, social media is very powerful. I know we say this, but like, I'm literally getting work through social media, like legit. Like the event that I ended up uh, shooting at that with Miles that Lucy was at. Yeah, like, that yeah, was, yeah. They hit me up on my IG. Um, they DM'd me and then commented under one of my videos. Was there a bunch of GSU? Because I, I, I think I saw somebody else posting pictures from something with Lucci. It was like a video shoot or something? Uh, I think I know you're talking about. I think you're talking about... Uh, Kayla? Kayla. Yeah. yeah. Was she there? Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that was two different things. Oh, like, oh, okay. That was like his music video for Hit Him Up. Okay, I got you. This got was you. literally like... I didn't even know this nigga was supposed to be here type shit. Oh, shoot. Um, because the way they explained it to me, it was just a private event on Wednesday. Um, but the way I've seen their videos, like, they're a marketing agency, right. a marketing company, and, like, one of their clients is Blue E-Cigarettes, so that's what they were doing all week or whatever. Like, Blue E-Cigarettes. Okay. Um, doing the field or direct marketing training or whatever. Right. <clears throat> But in their videos, they would, like, have clips of some celebrities in there and whatnot. So I was like, okay, so these, they got some clout. Like, they got right. some substance or whatever. But going into ones that I wasn't thinking, oh, a celebrity might be or yeah. whatever. Is it, but, an um, urban, is it an urban brand type shit? Like, is it, is it like Zoom a... Zoom or... The blue... The e-cigarette. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like, the jewel? The jewel Yeah, I know what the jewel is. It's yeah, literally yeah. the same. Like, it's oh, their okay. competitor. Ah, or whatever, right. but I think Jewel actually might be going out of business. I believe because if something happened, I think they might have been giving this. I'm shit sure they got like a lawsuit. Or so. I'm sure they have. So I've been seeing all man. these kids with them things, man. So like mid into the shoot, like niggas walk into this bitch, <laughs> and so you so know, you start me, smelling gas. Like, no, <laughs> what's going no, on, bro? Literally, literally, bro. That's, that's how it is with rappers. I never understand. Like, 
I used to have rapper patients, and they, I'm like, bro, you can't just come in a hospital smelling right. like gas. And then you niggas wonder why y'all tour buses get pulled over. <laughs> y'all don't even be slick with the shit. Y'all no. just be like, oh, I'm a, a rapper. Who gonna check me? No, the bro. law will check you. Niggas. If you're not Snoop, then go, you can't get away. Go with ask Ty Dollar Sign. Oh, <laughs> that was a little something. Else. <laughs> that was go a little ask something. That nigga, I remember mean, that booger shit. He said, yeah. So keep playing, y'all motherfuckers. Keep playing, anyways. They come in smelling like the pack. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I didn't see Lucci. But okay. Miles like, yo, that's Q Money. I'm like, who's Q Money? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's one of Lucci's people because I saw a lot of YNF like chains. Right, right, right. So I'm like, okay, this must be like Q Money's associates or whatever. So the dressing room they walked into, we were like. A couple feet away from it. And within five minutes of them being in there, that bitch already smelled like loud. I bet. Now realize, <laughs> there are white people at this event. Like, this is not just like a black event. Like, they're like full-blown, like, hello, my name is Bob. <laughs> yeah, white yeah, people yeah, yeah. Here. So I'm just like, yo, the correlation is just not here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Like, is your book, your double book? Like, um, do they know who even she is? Like, I have a lot of questions right now. So, you know, somebody gets up on the stage like, yo, we got a special guest tonight. You know what I'm saying? He coming through. He's going to do some songs here. We got your boy YNF Lucci in here. <laughs> nigga, open the door. Security dude open the door. Big ass nigga. Yeah. You just see it just been smoked out. Smoked it the From the dressing room? Smoked the fuck out. <laughs> and here come Lucci coming out or whatever. Um, but either way, that shit was still cool. I wish I could have yeah. slid in that bitch. Like, yo, let me... Oh, I'm with him. I'm with him. <laughs> somebody will pass. You just blend in. Somebody will pass you no, something. Seriously. And they won't the even notice. Me, they're probably, oh, yeah, he's probably with us. They won't even notice that something is missing. Uh, to be honest. They probably got like 85 Jones rolled up. Um, but yeah, that was that was cool. I actually need to finish up my video for that. Because I made them a video. But I need to make an IG one. Um, it's actually already done. I was just trying to find some more stuff to spruce it up. But I might just say, fuck it. We'll see. Yeah. Either way. Um... Also, no more free work. I did it one time and I'm done. That shit's that shit's <laughs> dead. What you why? What, what um, is long story short, uh, did some work with somebody. Not gonna say the name. Yeah, with some substance, but um, it was just piss poor planning to say the least. Um, and if you niggas ever ask me to shoot in the rain again, I'm just not even gonna hit you back. Shoot in the rain. Yeah, even if it's drizzle, like I don't I don't play that. Cause we tried to shoot again today, and my my gimbal started acting up. Yeah. So I'm just like, is it a rain? Probably. I don't. I don't know. I think I fixed it now, but it's just like I can't risk fucking my career up. Heck no. Just because you got some connections or whatever, like my shit gonna get found regardless. Yeah. Like, hard work and good quality is going to get seen. Like honestly. Point blank period. I was thinking about that when I saw like when we were at the Lenny United parade mm-hmm. and um they had it was drizzling out. Yeah. And I was like, it's not raining that hard. But the cameras, all the cameras wrapped up in trash bags. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, damn, people really probably be asking you, like you and Miles shooting the rain. It's probably mess up your camera equipment. Cause I don't yeah. see a lot of people with the cameras like uh all bagged up and all that stuff. Exactly. It's just it don't even be <laughs> worth it, man. And then having to get somebody fixed or just buy a whole new one all together, man. Fuck that. That's nah, it. Ain't worth it. Nah, bro. We'll reschedule. Ain't I don't like forced shit. Anything that's forced isn't genuine. Yeah. It's not quality work, in my opinion. There's work a thing called working under pressure, but like if it's just not there, it's just not there. 
Like, you can just see the signs. It was like, okay, and this it, is not it. And it always seemed like the pickiest people was the ones that went for free. Bing, 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 like, they, bing, they went for free, but they like, I mean, but it's not exactly. I'm just like, my So, you nigga, think we could do, a, like, a, a short clip video, too? <laughs> like, yo, this is not what we originally agreed upon. Why are you adding this shit? Because if I you start adding, you know I got to start charging. Like, it just, it don't work like that. Yeah. It don't. So, no more free, Demi. Don't it's ask. Fair. It's not happening. Hey, that's fair, bro. I don't care if you need to see my work first. I already have work for you to see. So, from yeah. there, you kind of just, if you're going to rock with it, cool. If not, there's plenty of other photographers hey, and videographers out in this you, world. You provide a service. People got to pay for the service. Period. It is what it is. Period. When we all niggas understand that. I still feel like people don't understand like the importance of not even just the craft, but the equipment. Like this shit is not cheap. Yeah. Like the gimbal alone is twelve hundred. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember alone, Miles was talking about a thousand dollars for a lens. Yeah, people like, don't see that. People don't see that. They don't see the behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Thousand dollars. So it's it's one of the downsides of yeah. this life, but hey, it's still worth it at the end of the day. Yeah, that's how so it's a craft. It's, it's a creative crap. outlet. Too. Everything has its goods and its bad. Nothing's perfect, so that's fair. Either way, we're gonna go ahead and get started with our first segment of the day, generally speaking, our life topic segment. Yes, sir. And the topic that we have today is: Is a man's game the same as coercion? So the other day on Twitter, I saw a video from one of the insecure um, cast members. Let me actually get his correct name because I don't want to be. It was a guy. Yeah, it was uh, Kendrick Sampson, the one who played is his new boyfriend, and then went the light skin one. Yeah, the light yeah, skin. Yeah, 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 yeah. What game is? I, I, I uh, saw the pyramid, the sexual harassment pyramid, the um, sexual abuse pyramid, and I saw coercion, and it clicked. Coercion's like three quarters of the way up, pretty high, and I was like, game is coercion. Like we're taught as, at, in church, we're taught as, you know, that the man pursues the woman and nobody says what that looks like and what that actually means and how that's actually translated and if that's translated correctly and all that kind of stuff. And we're taught like, you know, our friends and everything say, oh, you have to have good game. And good game, literally the game that they're talking about is, is getting a girl to say yes when she wants to say no. So Ty. Do you believe that a man's game is the same as coercion? And the definition of coercion is a practice of persuading someone to do something by using force or threats. No, I don't think so. I, I think there's um obviously I, that's an individualistic question a little bit because I think I feel like there are some guys who feel like game is like force. Like I was watching this video right before a while ago. And it's this gas station, and the caption was like, you know what you're doing when you come to this gas station on this corner. It was like in Texas or something. And there was a group of guys outside, and every time a girl would walk up to the door, they would, like, surround her, like, yeah. hound her, and be like, yeah, yeah, be trying to touch her butt and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, for some people, that's, that's what they think of as game. And yeah. if that's so, like, that's clearly... That's clearly not the norm, one. Yeah. And that's clearly a way of getting what you want out of force like you're you're probably scaring her into saying yeah she'll give you a number or scaring her into saying yeah i want to mess with you or something like that but i think generally what most people think of is game or is like talk like talking to a girl it's not coercion it's um 
there is a there is a level of charm that can be equated with persuasion. Maybe there's a level of like, like just using like a. Now, cause I I want to say it. I don't want to say it like you're tricking somebody, but there's a way for you to persuade somebody without being deceitful or without being like decisive about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but like no, I see what you're saying. Um, you are trying to persuade that you're you're a potential suitor. Like you're you're trying mm-hmm. to persuade her that you're somebody that she should be able to see herself with, but mm-hmm. you're not. You're not. There's a line. Mm-hmm. There's a line, and you don't cross that line where it becomes abusive or it becomes like su- super aggressive. Or like, mm-hmm. um, some people would say then like microaggressive, uh, or macroaggressive at that at that matter. But um, yeah, no, I th- I think there is a line to where it can become coercion. It can become like very forceful. But I think generally, guys, I think in the, holistically, guys pretty much think that. Stand behind that line. They don't really pass that line. There are a few outliers, but I don't know. I don't think I don't think most guys do. Yeah, I'm. Well, I won't say I can't speak for all guys. I just know the guys I'm associated with. These niggas not forcing women to (laughs) do something they don't want to do. At least from what I've seen. But I don't think a man's game is also coercion because. I have to agree with pretty much everything you said on there, like, because when you are, even for example, with me and Jasmine, Jasmine didn't automatically want me off rip. Yeah. And you, she, you can ask her right now. Like, she'll tell you that now. Like, she didn't want me off rip. There'll be times where I used to pull up to her door, that bitch would be locked, won't answer her phone. All right, whatever, cool. Charge it to the game. But obviously, like, I still have to make some effort in order to see, like, okay, so he's still doing something right, so mm-hmm. I can give him a chance. Because if that's the case, if that's considered coercion, then every every man has, has done coercion then. Every man has literally followed what he's saying. But I think when he is, what he is saying is the guys who don't know the balance of when to stop. Like, obviously, she doesn't want you point blank period yeah and that, like, yeah they're like they're, that's that line right so and that's then that when line a nigga's still forcibly about. like trying to come see you and you don't want to see them or whatever or still hitting you up or if you met them the first night and they're still constantly trying to get your number or whatever yeah. and you're feeling uncomfortable now that's where i can see like okay this is the man he's talking about but when it comes to just or even if it's just to have sex with the the female like at the end of the day, they have to say yes in order for you guys to have sex. So if she doesn't say that and you're still going, okay, I can see that's coercion now because she's already let you know that she doesn't want to have it. Yeah, and that's why I kind of dis with the last point that he made where he said that if he said that game is getting a woman to say yes to something that she wants to say no to, and, and that's that, not true. Yeah, that, I don't think I don't think that's true at all. I think it again, like there's a level of charm that can be that can be described as like persuasion Mm -hmm. that you can exude and kind of um influence somebody into finding you like again like a possible suitor finding you like somebody they could see themselves with that's Mm -hmm. but that you know that's a whole nother thing like you're getting real nitpicky with words at that exactly because like i said day one she might not rock with me but shoot day 10 it might be a different story yeah you know what i'm saying because it could be opposite too Exactly. Okay. All I'm saying is just because 
I have to work towards something or work towards getting a woman, whether that's through a relationship or sex, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean it lines up with coercion. Right. Like, I feel like right, there right, has right, to right. be, like the definition says, by force or threat. So if I'm getting to you by force, all right, now we got a different subject, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I'm like, bitch, give me your fucking number. Yeah, like, that's all right. that's not game. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's assault. Yeah, <laughs> at that point. That's different. <laughs> like, yeah, I think, yeah, there's definitely a, and maybe he's talking about some, maybe in the old, like, days before us, before we were born, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. the 80s and 70s, whatever. Yeah. Maybe that was the way it was. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, that maybe was Maybe that was normal. just it, but. From what I see nowadays, that's the, that's not the norm. That's the outliers. Mm-hmm. Is the ones that are like trying to force people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. It's just funny. Anytime like I think of or I'm discussing game or things like that, I always think about um, what's the movie with Bill Bellamy back in the nineties? Uh um, oh oh um. The player. Play- yeah, I know. How to be a player? How to be a player? Is it how to be a player? There we go. Okay. How to be a player. <laughs> man, that's a movie. Yeah, that that it was a bunch of movies like that too, man. That was um interesting. Yeah. Um but anyways, yeah, I think that's everything on that subject. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else we can we can touch on that, but Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I feel. Again, and too, that's not to say that every guy out there is going to have good game to a point where it's like where and it's yeah, not for there, there are, are guys who don't have good game who have to coerce girls yeah who can't read signs <laughs> like even if they don't do it purpose like some guys just can't read signs so they'll just keep going mm-hmm. even though clearly you're saying no they just keep going and not to a point where like they're not like like you say no and then they they leave you alone for a little bit and then ask you again on a date or something like that. But they keep like, keep, keep coming and then keep cursing at you or something. If you say no and keep coming, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's a different story. Yeah. That's a different story. Alrighty. So now we are going to switch on to some pop culture topics. Got a lot on the, the agenda, you know, since y'all didn't see us last week, but the first thing we have to start off with is Kanye versus Drake. Round four, round three, round five. <laughs> man, that seemed like Kanye versus Kanye at the point, man. <laughs> um, so Kanye, I believe it was like two days ago or yesterday, yeah, went on ago. a rant, like a rant about Drake. Just can we talk about how Kanye, how old Kanye is and Kanye his is tweets showed me how old he is. Like he'll type stuff that makes no sense. He be putting like random ads like in places. You put periods no, in all places. Some stuff I had to read like. He typed with one finger, I bet. Like, he types on his phone like this. I bet. There's no way. <laughs> so, the, this originally started with him tweeting a screenshot from Free. I think that might be his producer, I'm guessing. Saying, uh, Drake sent in the clearance for Say What's Real. Do you want to Do you want to clear? And then Kanye, quote with you, or I'm not saying. He didn't quote with you with that, but he the title was, This shit, this proves shit faker than wrestling. Still need an apology for mentioning the 350s and trying to take food out your idol's mouth. Mm-hmm. Been trying to meet with you for six months, bro. You sneak dissing on Trav's record and texting Chris about how she's a family or about how's a family. I told you I ain't tell Push about your son. It's all up, bro, but don't play me. You stay too close to be playing all these industry games, bro. Send the purple emojis when I'm dealing with mental shit. So what is this correlation between mental health and I don't and know. I demons? was thinking... And I meant to look this up. I was thinking that maybe it's like the 
color like maybe like pink is breast cancer yeah like maybe purple is mental awareness or something or like mental health awareness but you know i think it's actually i know it's prostate cancer no purple is prostate yeah bruh anyways i think this nigga kanye might be Reading a little too deep about these purple emojis things. I never seen a nigga get mad about emojis. No. <laughs> but, <laughs> go off, sis. Anyways, um, I would never intentionally try to hurt you, bro. I never even heard none of the diss records. That ain't my mo. Never did a diss record. No tough talk either. This ain't about who could pay to have something done to somebody. This is man to man, bro. This has been bothering me too long. Um, he posted a picture twice again, the original screenshot. Buying first two rows at Push the Show got me hot, bro. Um, stop this already, bro. You getting people hurt out here. Uh, Drake finally called, mission accomplished. By the way, not cleared. Trust God, God. Uh, Drake called trying to threaten me. The kid he had run on stage on Push's concerts in critical condition. Since the pool line, he's been trying to poke at me and fuck with me, um, you know, in uh, summer 16. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Drake, if anything happens to me or anyone from my family, <laughs> you are the first suspect, so cut the top top. Bro, Kanye, just... <laughs> oh, God. At that point, too, I mean, if anything else didn't show you how crazy it was, at that point, bro, you gotta just be like, all right, just let this man talk. Like, he's not saying nothing. This substance. man said, I'm the guy with the pink polo that made a way for him. Now he's so street. Don't ever speak in 350Zs. I'm your oxygen. See, yeah. if a nigga tell me he's I'm my your oxygen, oxygen, hey, that disc record coming soon. Yeah, that. I'm sorry, because you just asked for smoke, bro. <laughs> That's what the don't, song is going to be called. Don't ask for a conversation with me and then say, you're my oxygen. Like, my nigga, you're not my God. And this is what you're basically Yeah, like, what like. are you... Hey, Kanye seems weird, to man. forget, like... Kanye, you did sprout a lot of the niggas in the industry now, but somebody, you sprouted from somebody else. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because even when he was like, I I was the, he basically took the, the burden for the weirdos or whatever. I was just like, you weren't the first weirdo, bro. No, like, Andre 3000 was. Look at Andre 3000. He was all weird, dude. Like, bro, you're not the first to, to do this. I mean, shit, you can even go back all the way to Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, if you want to go way back, like, there's a lot of people. And I, you know, I don't know Kanye shit, is trying to say Prince, he created it. <laughs> Prince did some really questionable-ass shit. But everybody still respects him at the end of the day. So, this whole I'm I a god Everybody mentality. did respect Kanye, too, until this. Until this two stuff. Shit. Like, in the past, what, two, three years or something like that? Apparently, uh, Drake had some more bars dissing him that removed from sickle mode. Uh, Kanye said, fuck sickle mode. Um, family first, even though Travis's daughter is your niece. See, that's why I'm a little confused. So is he, is he got beef even, with Trav now? Kanye don't even know what he's saying. I, I just feel like Kanye saying. just be tweeting. And he doesn't let the motion hit him yet. Like, he doesn't go through the motion. He just puts the motion straight on yeah. on Twitter, which is stupid. Like, bro, we don't need this. Like, if you are really that pressed to handle this situation with him, you and Drake, bro, he's literally right up the street. Like, literally. I, I just, it's hard for me to believe that you guys 
can't take the time to figure this out on your own time instead of going on social media. But yeah. that's why I feel like you don't really care for him to speak. You're just trying to stir up the pot because some shoes are coming or albums coming or a, sh- a clothing line collection from yours is, is dropping. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And now he's went on to attack Ariana Grande. Oh, really? Because, you know, she tweeted something the other day. Yeah, she was like, grown men are arguing on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he was like, I got a video. you know, uh, all this foolishness, like, you know, this is somebody I know loves me and would do something like that. Like, that's not cool. That you talking about Ariana me. Grande? Yes, my nigga. He's talking about Ariana All right. Grande. <laughs> I said, nigga, All what? Right. Kanye. Kanye got a little weird. I think he's just, I don't know, man. He's... He might just be like bipolar. He might just have some manic disease. Manic no, that nigga's crazy. That nigga's crazy. That nigga Kim is just wild. take his. You heard? You saw the memes? Like, cause Kim was tweeting, and she was like, "Don't talk about my husband, Drake. Don't wish, try to hurt wish, my husband." I wish Kim would stay out of black people's business, cause this has <laughs> nothing to do with you. That's her husband. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like this is <laughs> this is rap, Kim. What you what what? Credentials well, do you have to even speak on this? See, that's the stupid part. The stupid part is where it's getting like, I to some for some reason I, th- I feel like Kanye feels like his life is in danger. Is a what? His life is in danger. Like he feels like Drake is trying to send a shot at him, which I don't think. I think Drake is smart enough not to send anybody to shoot well, Kanye. I think they truly believe that the people they sent at Push's concert were. F- were connected to Drake. So that's probably why he's saying this. And you see how you reference the whole buying like yeah. the first two rows at Pusha's concerts. Kanye's over. Because how did who did he give those tickets to? He's just paranoid, bro. He's paranoid. I mean, you see the, all the goon talk he be saying a scorpion, especially mob ties. <laughs> where is rap? Where Drake ain't finna. Drake is a little half Jewish boy. Uh, right. He's he's, uh, he's you, you seem to forget this nigga got street associates. Yeah, bro, but he's but smart the, the enough thing, to not do nothing. Exactly, no, no, no. He's smart enough to not mention that shit. That's what it is. But he gotta be. He gotta realize if some like literally. I mean, Kanye's right to that point. Mm-hmm. If something did happen to Kanye. Obviously, oh, yeah, everybody would be looking suspect. at Drake. Absolutely. So he's smart enough to not. He I, I, at least I I give him the I, he gives off the impression that he's smart enough not to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know these guys personally, but I I would assume Drake is smart enough not to send people to get Kanye. Sicko Mode came out what June July. Uh, did it? Was it a it single came out in the before? Summer. No, no, no. It was on the album. Yeah, it was on the album, but did it come out mm-hmm. as a single? Mm-mm. Okay, so well, yeah, but whatever Astro World came months. out, yeah. And this, this is why I just I cannot take this man seriously. You waited three or four months to now give this man a reply about sicko mode, or now it's an issue between you and Travis, nigga. I know you see Travis all the time. Yandy this released used to be a producer at one point. You got this man's contact. Yandy release date coming soon. And that's another thing that also surprised me, too. That also kind of showed me whose side Travis is on. Because you can't tell me Travis didn't hear Drake's part before he cleared that shit. But I, I think Travis don't care. I think Travis heard it and was like, this, it was hot. Like, the bars is hot. Like, yeah. I'm going to put it on. Like, I, I feel like, to me, I think, and this is how I would feel if I was Travis. 
that Kanye is just a crazy uncle. Like he's gonna say some, just don't, just don't pay him no attention. Like you got that uncle that just be saying stuff, and you have just don't pay. You like yeah, uncle, okay, yeah, 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 okay. But that's what I'm saying. Is is anybody really Kanye's man? Because if you think about it, like Ty, if I I went on another podcast and on that episode they was talking shit about you, but I just let shit slide. Like well, shit, this is a podcast, you know what I'm saying? So you know. But am I, is that am I really your man's if I let that happen? Not necessarily, no. But at the same time, you gotta remember Kanye was talking about smashing Kylie. Like Kanye oh, yeah, ain't clean. Facts, like that's, <laughs> that's why Chad probably holding that in the back of his head. He like, if you come at me and say anything, you made a whole song about smashing my girl. That's facts. Like what? Like and you're and you're mad at Drake because he because people think. People think that he's talking about smashing your girl. You're sitting there saying you would smash my girl if you wasn't with your wife. Like, what are you? What? <laughs> like that crossed the line right there. So I mean, that that's a whole dysfunctional situation. I don't know. I don't know. It's a bunch of rich people arguing. That's what I'm saying. It just doesn't make how you guys literally live in the same neighborhood, <laughs> but all of this is all over the the internet. That's what makes me think it's part of Kanye is just it is part of. Publicity. It has to be some type some of marketing employee, man. Talking about, yeah, me and Triv met this morning. We chopped it up. It's all love. <laughs> Fuck out of here, <laughs> all right. man. Nobody sees each other every morning at breakfast. Like, bro, what? And it's, you know, the, the thing that angers me the most is, like, when I looked at his Twitter and then I would see the people he retweet, like, saying, yeah, no, nah, if you think Kanye's crazy right now, you're not seeing the fucking message. This man's telling the truth, like... First of all, it's all white people saying this. That's that's why it's just this this weird association Kanye has with white people, bro. This man really be trying to please these white people, bro. It ain't weird, bro. It's just that they they understand him. They probably all got a cousin that's that crazy. They're like, yeah, I get you, Kanye. You're a genius, man. And this man talking You're about genius, Kanye. You know, chance uh demanding me to come to record in Chicago got me connected back to my my roots and my faith in Jesus Christ. Like, bro. This shit is just is not adding up. Like, period. It's not about time. But um, yeah, it's just. But that that's to, that to that point too. That I mean, again, all this is just rich people arguing. But it's not even rich people arguing. It's just Kanye. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just Drake Kanye. Hasn't even said anything. That's it. And, and, and I was thinking about that. Travis is what our age. He might be like a year or two older than us. So a 24-year-old and a 40, even though they're all celebrities and we think about them sometimes, it's like different. If we really think about the, this is a 41-year-old man or 40-something-year-old man and a 24-year-old. Bro, like what? If I was walking around arguing with 40-year-olds, like, bro, you know how crazy I would look? Like, what? Your man crush Monday gets upset about purple emojis. Like, you're He's 41. Come on. (laughs) This man got three kids. What, three kids? Two kids? Whatever. This man got kids. Like, this is a whole... Yo, I really want to know Kanye West's game. Like, how the hell did he bag Kim Kardashian? Oh, she wanted clout. She it had to be. She it had to be clout. to make sure these seasons are keeping the Kardashian keep going, like, bro. <sighs> Every night. Like, it just don't make no sense to me how you married this nigga. It just... It gotta be for the views. It gotta be to keep this ball rolling, man. Yeah, bro. Ray, Reggie Bush wasn't firing up. Reggie Bush wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't popping enough. Ray J wasn't popping enough. She had to grab her... 
Kanye was the only one that would give her a chance to to marry her. No, who would want to? Who would nah, marry? She didn't her? marry. Uh, she one of the Lopez brothers for like seventy two days before they got divorced. The Lopez, the Lopez brothers, the murderers. No, nigga, the basketball <laughs> players, man. I was about to say, fuck. You know, old dude. Um, for the Nets, one of them played for the Nets. Yeah, not the one that looks like a barbarian, but the other one. I know who you're talking. I know who you're talking about. She's married to them. Married. Jesus. Uh damn. What's who did I just say? Lopez. Lopez. There we go. Yeah, she was Kim Kardashian Lopez for a good seventy-two days, bro. Yeah, she wanted clout. But I mean, if you couldn't see that, like the thing about her, she she wanted clout, but she she not hiding it. And she don't care who know because she don't like you won't want me anyway. Hell yeah, that's why she's always like, you see the body. Every, you see the body, like every, you know what uh, it is. Every other photo shoot. Oh, Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. I'm tripping. I don't know what oh. the fuck I got. Oh, on. oh, okay. Uh, oh, uh, I think I did know that. Oh. But he is. Uh, I feel like I did know that. He is an NBA basketball player. Yeah. And he did play on the Nets. All right, cool. Anyways, I don't have anything else to say about this Kanye and Drake thing. Like, just keep that same fucking energy. Like, in my opinion, you waited too long to do all this shit. Like, this shit could have been been said. Like, I don't, I don't care, Kanye. Fuck anything you got coming out. I don't give a damn. You're just trying to keep yourself relevant because you had a horrible year. Nobody fuck with Ye or any of the albums except for Tiana shit and Pusha shit. Mm. So. I think you're a forty-something-year-old man. You just gotta get get your. your I just want to know what Jay Z thinks about this because Jay Z's tied into this as well. He sucked into all of this behind the scenes. What you mean? How? Just because this beef has been going on for fucking years. Like Kanye's been jealous of Drake. Yeah. Been jealous, but Jay Z's aware of everything that's going on in the industry. So I just I just want to know his take on this because especially after you said don't pit my brothers against each other, whatever, blah 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 blah. Now Kanye's doing this, like, yeah, what? Yeah, honestly, yeah, I wonder what Jay is thinking. I wonder if Jay is just like ignoring it, or he just think it's like whatever, like just let Kanye talk. Kanye gonna be Kanye. Because I know you saw the snippet about Meek when he said he was double dating with Hove and Beyonce when he was still dating Nicki, Nicki at the time, uh-uh. and they were, I guess, somewhere, I guess, at his house or whatever, and Jay was playing. Some music. He had a playlist going, and then <laughs> back to back dropped at the next as the next <sighs> song. And this is when Meek and Drake still were on yeah, cool. Yeah. This is probably like a couple months <laughs> after that shit. <laughs> I can literally. Oh my see bad, this bro. My bad, Jay bro. My bad. <laughs> Fumbling the remote. <laughs> <laughs> but Meek was just like everybody was just looking at each other like. Like how your idol listening to your your competition beat song like that? Like, that like bro, it's all fire, that, bro. It's all I mean, fire, bro. Lie, bro. That shit was I mean, deep. that beat. But that's why I'm glad Meek hopped on. I'm glad Meek hopped on the beat. Yeah. On that uh, funk flex freestyle, cause he had to get his uh, he had to get his jazz dudes on yeah, that. Yeah, bro. <sighs> to be honest, back then it wasn't even fair, cause that nigga was hooked on drugs, so he didn't really have a. <laughs> he didn't have his mind right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm glad Meek is where he at now, man. Yeah. 
I'm glad we can For real. All right. So, next on the agenda, Kodak Black versus Ebro. You know that. And you so, know that. We posted a clip on Twitter uh, to get you guys' opinion about that. And um, if you haven't seen it already, we'll play this clip right here. You know, looking at all your, your cases and everything you've been through, and I know the recent one right now is very sensitive. And with respect to, you know, everybody involved in that case, you know, we can't get into details today. Um, but, you know, we take sexual assault here serious. And we can't, you know, uh, get into details, but we hope, you know, to have you back so we can have a, a deeper conversation about that because, you know, this is a serious topic. And we're hearing these stories a lot. Um. One thing we were talking about on the show today that for some reason I just have a hunch that you would care about is the idea that landing on the moon was a conspiracy. Kodak, do you believe that our moon landing in 1969 actually took place? What the fuck y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you seem upset that I brought it up. I feel like... <clears throat> Sometimes when niggas, like, we going through shit, like, y'all be entertained by bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Or, like, change the subject or I'm finna walk out. We'll change which subject? Just whatever, like. Well, no, they the... tried to change the subject. They was talking about the moon landing. That's bullshit, too. So uh-huh. talk about something else. Well, I was saying, I, I think. Well, we I don't th- have to talk about nothing else. We could be done right here. All right, I'm gone. So, yeah. Um... I have a lot of thoughts about this. Um, the first one, it is, it's crazy to see. Actually, I won't say it's crazy to see because I'm not surprised. I knew where people stood and aligned themselves when this situation happened. Mm-hmm. Because it's either you agreed with Ebro or you didn't. And I agree with Ebro addressing the situation. However, there are some things I do want to say. I know, number one, when you have an open case, you can't legally talk about that in that matter or in that instance right there. Totally understand that. Cool. Um, But I do think this is something Kodak will have to eventually address. Um, Because... Now, we're in the generation of these artists are coming in with already bad shit on them. It used to be a new act comes out, everybody falls in love with them, they do something to fall off grace, Mm -hmm. people shun them, they kind of go low-key and then come back, everything's all back to good again. But now, you niggas just already coming off of fucked up shit, so it's just like... People can't automatically grasp onto you, but obviously the younger crowd can because the younger crowd doesn't care about no, shit like that. Yeah. But, you know, 6 9 coming out, the first thing you hear is he had a, a sexual assault case. Kodak, you know, he came out, then, you know, his sexual assault shit came out. And I remember, I ain't going to say his name, but I literally remember arguing with somebody for a... Hours about this situation with the sexual assault about thing. About the Kodak? Yeah, when it first happened, because I was like, yo, dude, the rape test kit came back positive, yeah. bro. Like, you can't deny facts. 
Like this is it's here. This is as clear as day. But you know, we talked about this in previous episodes. It's just we're in a society that puts talent over issues. Mm-hmm. Like we're at the point now to people they they fuck with music, but it's not that deep to them. Which is it's crazy to me because maybe because I'm being a little biased and music has played a big role in my life. But how can we just put off issues that are, are real life? Like, why does it have to be to the point to where you have to be affected in order to say something about that or somebody you know? Because if it was your sister that Kodak assaulted, and I'm going to say allegedly at the time still, even though, like I said, the rape test kit came out positive, you would give a fuck. You would want that nigga to serve time. But since you're not affected by it, it's just... And I will say, like, the hip-hop community just has this thing where we just sweep shit under the rug. Like, yo, like, no. You have to pay for the shit that you've done. Period. Like, even if it was a mistake, like, dude, you can't just walk away with like that. It just, it doesn't work like that. We can't expect that from a regular person, but when it's a celebrity, oh, well, it's just, no. We got to keep everything equal. If if we we all breathe the same air. So I don't understand why it's an issue that somebody even brought this up. Even like I said, he can't legally speak about it. This is something that has to get addressed. Because. And I know somebody might say, well, like, oh, well, you listen to Kodak, don't you? I'm like, well, yeah, I do. Like, if I hear a good song, I hear a good song. It's kind of going back to, or for example, Nikki's new song, Good Form. That shit is great to me. That's amazing. But y'all know how I feel about Nikki. My my feelings haven't changed. But that's still a good song at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, shit, I'm going to still listen to music. You, who wants to be that one person in the club? That's not turning up, but everybody else lit. So that was me when Drake with Drake and Meek. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is is is. Oh, I hate it. And it just gets to a point to where it's like you've done so much talking, and it's just like if people are not listening, people are not listening. You can't force somebody to listen or understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. They within themselves choose whether they want to hear the shit that you're saying to them. So it's just it's crazy to me. That people are even upset at Ero for even bringing that up because y'all basically saying y'all are more upset of this than sexual assault. That's what y'all basically saying. I can see that. I I think I agree partially. I think there's definitely not a problem with his with with him bringing it up though. I can see an issue of. We try to we talk about coercion again, trying to trying to be very like mischievous and deceitful to have him or not deceitful, but divisive about him bringing it up in an interview when he's not supposed to speak about it, mm-hmm. knowing that he's a he's a young person and he's obviously well from my from my point of view he's obviously not that mature mm-hmm. to where like he'll he'll. Get, he'll um act impulsive and he'll speak on stuff that he doesn't need to speak on in an interview and then he'll bring it up and then he's ruined from that standpoint. I do think it's something that you should address, especially if you're especially and I, I feel like Ebro is, is very um like he cares about this issue. Like he, he cares about the fact that 
Kodak has done a wrong and he needs to address it. And he needs to speak to him about it. Um, possibly the more effective way would be to speak to him off air, yeah. which I don't know if they did, yeah. but just for, for the fact of getting Kodak to understand the seriousness, actually addressing the issue. And then also not just, just not endangering the case, not, not bringing more trouble into the air, but no, you're right. like, it is, it is a point that you shouldn't be mad that he's even bringing it up to him at all. Like mm-hmm. if Kodak went on the internet and tweeted, it was like, Ebro tried to ask me about this rape stuff after the interview that was whack. It's like, no, like somebody should address it to you. Somebody should say it to your face. And you're um, right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, I was about to say, and the way that they go about that can be seen as either you can do it in a wrongful way, you can do it in a right, a rightful way. But I think it, yeah, I think, I think it was, it had to be addressed. I think that was pretty plain to see. You know, I guess I just always think about Chris's situation. Um, especially watching his Netflix documentary, like he owned up to the shit immediately. Yeah. It's not like he ran away from the shit. And you know, I just feel like even at the time too, he still talked about it, even while it was an open case, because you know he went on Larry King with his mom to speak about that situation. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what I expect. Like I, right, right, as, right. as a fan. I guess I just need some explanation for this. I guess their team is just not similar of of when it comes to making those type of decisions. Because yeah. I think it's different if you're speaking about it. Like Chris, like you said, owned up to it. So I think it's different if you're speaking about it publicly and you're owning up to it mm-hmm. rather than if you're speaking about it publicly and you feel like you're not guilty. Or you, if you just never said anything about it, mm-hmm. that just leaves people to questions. Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. unanswered for sure. questions. For sure. And that just feels like to me, you're leaning more on side of the guilty side than not not guilty. So, look, man. But part of that too has me wondering if he was brought on as an example. Like in my idea, in my mind, if if Kodak is somebody that you don't agree with and somebody that you don't dislike because of the situation, period. You don't like rape. Like Ebro does not like rape. He doesn't like the situation. He don't like Kodak. Period. Don't have him on the show. Or you don't be on the show. Yeah. Because I don't know who calls the shots. If Ebro's the one calling main yeah. shots, or there's a nigga above him saying, like, okay, he's on the show. Yeah. And they can't for I, I wouldn't imagine they could force you to be at the interview. I yeah. mean, you could call out of work. But, like, so maybe he was something that he wanted to make an example out of. You know, he wanted to address it, which, in some sense, could be no... There, there could be a good side to that where you're trying to bring awareness to it and stuff like that. And you're trying mm-hmm. to show people that we shouldn't, we shouldn't just accept stuff like this. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a thin line of what you're, what you're looking at. Yeah. And I do want to say, I think Ebro did let emotion get the best of himself because he just kind of let, he kicked Kodak out of the interview and he yeah, was like, that, you're that not going to tell me what I can and can't say in my interview yeah. or ask an interview. It seemed like a fishing for a viral moment. Yeah. And it's just like, are you really Believe. trying to break down what's going on, or are you just trying to get a viral? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's why I just really feel like Ebro really dropped the ball on like, all right, so now you don't even have the interview anymore. Like it's now, like it did seem genuine at yeah. first. Yeah, it did seem genuine at first, but then when like at the end where you just kicked him out, I'm just like, dude, I don't understand. Like, so how do you feel about the Breakfast Club interview? They were just joking with him and all that stuff. You know, it's, 
I don't want to say I felt away, but it's just like you could definitely see the dynamic was different and just like mm-hmm. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. Like I don't know if they could have talked about it behind the scenes, like, yo, we saw what happened at Hot ninety seven or whatever, blah blah, right. blah 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 blah. I don't really know. So I can't get my full analysis about that, but it just it felt weird to me. It definitely did. Yeah. It felt weird. And honestly, that could have been shot before Hot 97. Yeah, that's Well, Because they're both in New York. You think it was? Because uh, Charlamagne asked a question that I felt was kind of like a side. He was like, do you feel like some interviews, people ask you questions that you don't want to answer, they try to pry stuff out of you or something like that? And it, I, to, In my mind, he was clearly talking about the Hot. Mm-hmm. But it could have been. I mean, it could have been either. It could have been beforehand, honestly. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, because even yeah. when I saw J. Cole link up with Kodak, it's just like, I just can't see Cole not asking about that. Like, yeah. I know you've heard that shit. So that's why I was just like, okay. And you don't know. Like, we don't know what they talk about off camp. Like, we, we see 10 minutes of mm. he might be there for an hour. You yeah. know? So who knows? Like, Charlamagne could have pulled him aside after then. He'd be like, for real, like, we got to. You can't be doing this to women, blah, blah, blah. Like, anybody could be doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we forget that. And even Ebro, I mean, that's why I feel like partially Ebro could have done that. But at the same time, if he was trying to bring awareness to him, he was trying to make an example of him. I could, I could see that fact, too. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm not saying, oh, get rid of Kodak. But if you did do this, you need to pay for the crime you committed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I believe in second yeah, chance, but I definitely believe you have to... You have to lay in the of the bed. Wait, what's the quote that uh make the lay in the bed that you made? Or yeah, something? there we go. Something like that. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. But you know, it is what it is. It's it's it was crazy. Let me stop saying it was crazy. It was just you just kind of knew where people decided or where they stood on that mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, I think that was evident. Yeah, For without sure. a doubt, without a doubt. Code it and you know that. All right. So now for some less serious news. Jacquees is back in the news, back on social media. <laughs> Why you say less serious? Like my man was serious. <laughs> my man was dead ass about this, man. Um, so Jacquees is now calling himself the king of R and B for this generation. Uh he posted it on his IG, I believe, the other day. And um, mm-hmm. it got a lot of reactions. A lot of reactions. A lot, a lot of reactions from that. A lot. It's the most I've seen Jaquas. Jaquas. This the most. This the most I've seen name in the news. Yeah, like, like my man had the number while. one trending topic on <laughs> social media that day. But I just want to let everybody know that I'm the king of R&B right now for this generation. I understand who done came and who done did that and that and that, but now it's my turn. Jacquees, the king of R&B. I just heard him say it, and I've, I've been feeling like that. ATL, let's get it. I'm the new king of R&B. And I mean, everybody in the R&B clan you put out a song responded. right now. All the old heads and the new gods responding or whatnot. I want to first start off by saying, I don't see anything wrong with Jacquees saying that he's the king of R&B. I feel like that's how you should feel about yourself or whatever craft that you're in in life. Like, you want to feel like you are the best. <laughs> like, you should believe in yourself. There's nothing wrong with doing that. 
And even though he's not right, there's nothing wrong with him saying that he thinks he's the king of R&B. Right. Now, we all know who the true king of R&B of this generation is now. It's Chris Brown. Everybody knows that. Um, but y'all went crazy on ja- I almost called him Jaquez. Jaquez. <laughs> you see what you did to me there? <laughs> um, but y'all was really going in on him. Um, now, I will say, you know, stat-wise, I don't think he has any platinum albums yet or uh Jacquees? yeah i don't think he has the numbers to really say he's the king i doubt it um i don't know what his numbers look like but i highly doubt i, I think it's because numbers really, are touching anybody me personally i think the reason why he doesn't get enough attention that he deserves is because of him being signed to cash money i just don't think they know how to truly market their Maybe. artists correctly because the only people that survived out of that was Lil Wayne, um, Drake, and Nicki. And even then, they're under Young Money, even though Young Money's part of Cash right, Money. Right, right, I just feel like Young Money markets better than Cash Money does. Because remember back in 09, like when you had Gutta Gutta on there, little Twist, all them other... But I always niggas. felt like they were just there. Like, they were never... To me, Young Money, or, or Cash Money more so, Back in like 09, 2010, didn't have the artists that could compete. Like, you had Drake and Nicki Wayne, and there's like the three front runners holding up. There's a big three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger would would do a verse there and then. But then, like, Gutta Gutta, uh, what was the other dude? Well, Gutta Gutta, Lil Twist, uh, Mac Main. Mac Main, all them. Was Corey Guns? Was Corey Guns Young Money? I don't know, but if he was, where did he go? <laughs> like, <laughs> they weren't, like, strong. Like, it wasn't like a TD. You wasn't making a TD. You wasn't making a good music. You wasn't making a Maybach music. Yeah. Like, partially, it might be it might be the marketing, and partially, it might be that your artist just wasn't, wasn't it, bro. Like, you, whatever you was creating just wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and really, I think Q... QC might have took their whole lane of like being the young, cool, hip. If that's what they were going for, like the young, cool, hip, oh, yeah, real QC fresh. QC took that and like Young Thug, like, um, not Young Thug, sorry. Uh, Yachty, Migos. Uh, Migo, yeah, Yachty, Migos, Baby, Gunna. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming more towards now, but like they have that lane now. Yeah. So, what is Young What is young Money's lane? If it, to me, it's just Nicki Wayne Drake. Like, that's the, that's the, and lane. that's why it's so hard because. It has to be hard to survive in that because those two artists ended up becoming megastars. Right. Like, how do you three. compete? How does Gutta Gutta compete with Drake and Nicki? You don't. <laughs> but you, you, you get some residual. And that's why I life. go back to saying, like, Jacquees was just not in the right system. See, but ja, I was just, you know what's crazy? I he was listening to Jacquees. To be honest. He, that would have been smart, way smarter. I don't think they want him, though. He's kind of corny for that. But. I, w- I was listening to Jacquees when I was in, like, high- when I had just got my hair, to- so it had to be, like, 11th grade. Like, I was with Jacquees in, like, 11th, 12th grade, and he was, uh, he was not signed. He was just, like, on YouTube and stuff like that. Like, he was making songs with this dude named Issa, or I-S-S-A, and he was, like, a, he was like a rapper, whatever, and he had dreads, too. And they was they was all doing this stuff around Atlanta. They used to just make videos around Atlanta. You ever seen that Yo 
Like that Chris Brown oh, yes, Like I back in note Like yes, early I, Early ah. like Jacquees days He had a song hey, called yeah. Kiki can you twist my hair And like all stuff like that And that To me Was the best Jacquees That ever came out Just because I didn't know him That was I didn't see the personality Yeah know? I saw the songs And that was about Like he could sing a little bit He could yeah. make a little tune but when you see the personality, you see how like cringy like it gets. Like <laughs> that's when you you're not at all the king of you, you know. You, I appreciate you believing it, but you're not the king of nothing, bro. Like you're, how could you even? You sound like six nine. Like I think that's what he got this from. He got this from six nine saying he's the king of New York, and he just went off. He's and like Swiss that made, made him popular. Yeah, Swiss made a good point about that. He was like, how could six nine be the king of New York when Hove is still alive? I said. Case closed. <laughs> That's all I need to hear. And even as general, all right. So, so, 2010s. Who's the king of R and B? 2010. 2010 to now. Chris Brown. The fuck two, is you talking 2000 about? 2000 to 2010. Who's the king? 2000 to 2010. I guess Usher would be considered that because 2010. That's when he made Love in the Club or 2009, I think, and that was a, a club banger. Yeah, I'll give the Usher. 90s? Now that's when the, the fun starts happening. Oh, uh, man. I can't answer that because that could be a lot of... Maybe Kells. I mean... I, I mean, I guess you could give it to Kells. Maybe R. Kelly, but there was a lot of... There's just a lot. There was a lot of R&B. There was a lot too. of R&B back then. And really, I mean, I feel like R&B was in his bag, like, during, like, the... Oh, <sighs> uh, shit. What's this nigga name? Who's this nigga the man? Ah, ah, ah. Mm. So in love yes. with you. Was that Al Green? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, bro. It's like, we showing our age. You <laughs> like, show how young we are. <laughs> I know the song now. Nigga, is really wild. Was that Al Green? Um... Or Marvin? No, that wasn't Marvin Gaye. Nah, I think it was Al Green, bro. It might be Al Green. That sounds right. <laughs> uh, was the song? Uh, yeah, we really showing our age for real, for real. Oh, if it makes you feel, I was born in '94. Oh shit! Oh, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you played a cha-cha song. Hey, somebody help us, please. <laughs> Anyways, y'all get what we're saying. Like, I mean, now it's, I mean, undeniably, it's, it's, it's Chris without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? what but no, again, I, that's, it's, I don't think it's a problem with Jacques feeling that way, though. Like I said, it's not. Like I said, it's not the truth. Yeah. But he's entitled to feel how he wants to feel. If he feels like he's the king, well, he and people made the point just about talking about T.I. Like, T.I. said he was the king of the South. And everybody was like, what? And you could even make the argument now that they technically might not even be a king of R&B. Because I would feel like now Chris is more integrated with more of the hip-hop scene than R&B. Mm-hmm. So, and now R&B is over trap beats, which doesn't really make Yeah, because it's, it's like, is Bryson Taylor R&B? That's what I'm saying. Like, or is Black considered yeah. R&B? Like... It's just it, so blended in now. There's no really separation. Because there's a lot of guys now that are making some pretty good. Like, okay, so is, I mean, I Bruno say, Mars has some R&B songs. I would, I would consider him pop, though. 
maybe Division would be considered R and B or Is Drake R and B? And it's Drake's fault that we even having this discussion in the first place. Why no, Drake? You think He's so? the reason that it's so blended now. You think it started with Drake? I'm trying to think. I don't well, I don't think he's the one who started the rap and singing combo, but he's the one no, who's done Ja-Ru it. No, because Ja Rule used to do that. Yeah, he he might have done he it successfully, it. like he very like super it. successfully. I would say um, maybe T Pain might be the start of it. Yeah, T Pain can actually sing. It's just he was using auto tune. Yeah, because um, he did have a song. He did have some rapping songs too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Oh yeah, T Pain. Um. That is okay. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, John Legend, I but I—I I mean, with well, John Legend, I just feel like he's a great artist. But I'm like, oh, this nigga is the king. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm just, like, who is the only person on Beyonce's level? Who's the guy that's on Beyonce's level? And that's the, the closest is Chris. Yeah, maybe. He's the really only one fuck with Beyonce. And I wouldn't consider Beyonce the queen of R&B. So I feel like Bobby Brown used to be the king of R&B. But, I mean, but he was like the bad boy R&B. He was kind of different. Though. Yeah, he was like the edgy side. I feel like he made yeah, it sexual. Yeah, that's a tough question. Like, who is the greatest R&B singer of all time? Like, who's the GOAT of R&B? That's a hard That'd debate. That'd be a very tough question. That's a very, very long, hard debate. But it's not Jacquees. I mean, it's I think we can doubt. all... I don't even I know if that nigga agree. placed in the top 50. <laughs> I definitely honest. agree. Bro, I'm taking, bro, like, I'm taking black over Jack. Like, I'm sorry, bro. There's a lot of niggas I'm taking over like, Jacquees. I'm, I'm taking Khalid. I'm taking... The only nigga that I really know that'd be voucher for Jacquees is Jay. And it might be because they both short niggas. I don't know. <laughs> bro, I, I, I like Jack. Like, I like the... the he had, is a He had that mixtape with uh, Days Loaf. I loved, I oh, loved that mixtape. Yeah, well, oh... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was good, dude. It was good. Uh, it was good, like bedroom music. But like, oh, God. yeah, nah, Ja, like chill. <laughs> but he's probably, you know, he's the just only marketing. Song that I'm like, yo, this is my shit. What is it in the club? Nah, it come through. Come through. Come through. Oh yeah, I know that. You don't like in the club? And I, bro, I don't know what the fuck in the club is. Yeah. <laughs> you you know the song you just don't know. I liked his one of his songs on his last shit with Birdman, but that's what I'm going back to like yo you fucked up like why are you doing an album with Birdman? Birdman's not a fucking artist. <laughs> but but Bird see that's the thing Birdman when he tries to rap that's one money I think that's what I mean one money that's one reason I think Cash Money could never succeed too <laughs> just because Birdman wanted to be him. Um. Okay. This is him and Deja Lu. This is, oh, matter of fact, yeah, this was on that mixtape. This but, song was? Yeah. I forget what the, how the mixtape was called. Um, And I'm not going to find it. But, yeah, sorry, Jai. Like, nah. But, you know, I appreciate you, like, voicing, you know, creating this, uh, Yo, I'm it's glad you feel that about yourself, though. Like, I'm glad you're able to beat on your chest like that. But did you hear, you see the video of him singing? He was like, all right, no, auto-tune. He was him in the car in, like, this blue track suit or something. Is, he was singing. Is that one or the... No, no, no. That's his signature, bro. But he was in this blue track suit. He was singing some song, and then all the singers was in Twitter. They was like... Yeah, this note was flat. This note was flat. This note was flat. It was like, bro, nah. I don't, 
you know, I don't know, but apparently, um, you're not the king, bro. Sorry. But good, good chopping it up with you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh my goodness, dog quiz, man, you are a funny in ass the club. nigga. Brian, show me love. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, so now on to Offset's apology tour. <laughs> From one foolish thing to another, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Offset, bruh. Why? Why did you do this to yourself, bruh? I don't know, bruh. Maybe because he in love. Because his wife. I don't understand. Maybe because I don't have a wife. I'm not engaged. Maybe he's different. But, like, this looks bruh. ridiculous, bro. What? First of all. <laughs> what is going on? All right. So, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Because one, this might be a publicity stunt, and people have been saying that Loki for a minute. And if it is, I'm really just about to be like, <laughs> not rock with these niggas for a minute. I might not listen to Cardi and Migas for a while because this, this is just fucking stupid. I hope it's not. Who publicity. plays like this, bro? This is not funny. Yeah. Like, come I don't on. think I don't think they, I don't think it's publicity. I think it's just hood love. Every time in the hood, people fall out, come back, and all the types of stuff. That's what I'm thinking it is. But who knows, man? This is stupid. I just, it's crazy to me how one, all these guys, all these rap artists are telling Cardi to take him back or whatever. This is a nigga who fucked up. He fucked up. Like, you knew what she was doing. I could understand if y'all were just like boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. But dude, y'all got a whole ass marriage. And a kid. Yeah. And obviously, that did not mean any value to you at the time of when you was doing that shit. So it's just like, dude, and this ain't even like the first time, bro. <laughs> this is not even the first time we discussed this part. shit. That's the worst part. <laughs> um, You know, he said he was just entertaining her. Or whatever. I think dude might have just got caught for the deed <laughs> even happen. You know? And the shit that irritates me the most is the girl who he was entertaining come talk about. I I didn't know the he, the marriage was that serious and I just I didn't want to ruin I didn't plan to destroy her home and I, I apologize to Cardi. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Hey, you gotta live and die by that. You you made a choice, you gotta live and die by that. You talking about you didn't know the marriage you said a marriage. <laughs> marriage. <laughs> so this obviously shows there's been some type of like family dysfunction between that word because obviously that word holds no importance to you because just literally you said, I didn't know how important that marriage was. Yeah. So obviously you've been messing with married men prior to Offset or this is like what you saw when you were growing Shocker. up. You're clout chasing. Because at the oh, end of the day, you didn't have to post this video. Oh, God, we didn't need to see that. We didn't need to see the video. <laughs> like, Cardi doesn't heal from this better because yeah. you posted the video. If you're going to be sorry about it, you should have never did it. Like, if, if anything, you was going to do it, you should have did it. That was it. If anything, you should be hiding yourself because I feel like Cardi got fans crazy enough to just come beat your ass on the street. Easy. Cardi got family members that are crazy enough to do that. Like I know when Tori was on uh Everyday Struggle Everyday Struggle talking about the Jordan situation, like he had fans like in his DMs telling him like, yo, 
we will be in Seattle on this date or whatever. Like, people were like, friends. So why would you even put yourself out there to we'll be in Seattle? Get harm? Oh God, it's, it's just stupid. Like, just shut up. Nobody cares, or or we don't want to hear from you. Point yeah. by period. We yeah, don't. We point, don't care. Like, like, there was no reason for you to even have dropped that video. And now we have twenty one telling the fans at his concert uh, to tell Artie. Uh, Artie. Artie. To tell Cardi to bring Offset back to the house or whatever. I do think it's kind of weird. Like, everybody in the comments, like, take Offset back. Like, random people, like, random celebrities just commenting Cardi stuff. Like, take Offset back. Like, what? Like, what? Like, no, <laughs> nigga. so weird. You fucked up. Like, you just don't walk back. All, yeah. Like, everything's all good in the hood again. And, I mean, if she takes him back, she takes him back. But, like, I don't know. Like, what? Like, would this happen in regular life? Like, if if I cheated on my girl, would everybody be, or all my friends be in her comments like, come on, you got to take Ty back. Like, Hell like nah. what? That don't even make sense. Hell no. Nah. That don't they make no be. sense. And, you know, I guess it's because they're just used to having baby mamas. That's why they're just like. Yeah. Because, you know what else I think it is, too? Them baby mamas be coming back. Like their previous one, especially like Future's baby moments. I feel like he's always having on and off relationships with them. Mm-hmm. So I just think Offset is that might have been the mentality before all of this blew up. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get my girl back regardless. Yeah, like she not going nowhere. But that's not a good mentality, and that's also not a good mentality for the baby mamas. Yeah, um, and they all young too. I mean, Cardi, what, 24? 25, 26. You know, like. <clears throat> Offset probably same like twenty six. But like still, that. why put yourselves in this situation? Why get married? Why have a kid if y'all both can't be ready to commit? But I say that girl? every day. Every day I see people in the hood, like from my hood, getting married and stuff like that. I'm like, what? Like y'all clearly not functional people. Like this is not a functional relationship. Maybe they they just in hood love, bro. They just you know they like they were infatuated with each other. They loved the publicity of it. They loved being in the media. They loved the shine of the but glitz also you and glamour. Think about the kids, bro. When That's they get true. Older, That's bro. true. When they get older, and like, then, and with these, they're gonna see everything. Everything. They're gonna see everything. And it's just like, dude, I know you can't. Like for example, Future got like five kids. Yep. Yeah, I know like you're that. not seeing all all five of them niggas. No. I know you're not. And you know what else I know? I know you don't all love them the same. Because <laughs> you have your favorite kid. I know you do. Maybe the one name. Because I'm going to tell you this now. The next kid after Nova, they got a lot of pressure. They got a lot to live up to. Because Nova really came in and was, was fucking the game up. Like, she's low-key a celebrity, to be honest. Like, there's not a single day I don't go out and somebody not saying something about how beautiful she is. So this next, this next nigga, bro, he got a lot. He or she got a lot to uh, to compete with. So, and he's I even, saying, I he's saying you're not that, gonna love your kids the same. I even told Jeff like I don't know how I'm gonna love the next kid the same <laughs> because it's it's just like if you don't if you don't produce like Nova produced, bro, like I'm gonna notice that. <laughs> so I'm not bringing in the if you're not bringing in the views. Like, 
Your picture's not getting no likes. I'm like, yo, like, you gonna have to catch up, little nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. So you gonna have to rethink this one, man. <laughs> like, hey, how long we got to the adoption? That's what I told Jasmine now. Like, yo, I'm one and done right now. Uh. You know, I might feel some type of way. This little nigga crying every moment is like, yo, yeah, your sister didn't do that. So, what's up? <laughs> So that's how I know, like, these niggas don't love every one of their kids like that, man. So I just think, like, these niggas need to stop being so damn selfish. That's all it yeah, comes down it, to, Yeah, man. it is kind of, it's, it's different, man. It's different. For yeah. sure. Ah, just, just, come on, y'all. Fuck. And if you gonna fucking entertain, you might as well go ahead and do the, the, the dirty deeds, Yeah, man. like... <laughs> At this point, we're like, if she, especially if you solidify, like she's not. Wait, are they married? Are they officially married? Cardi and Austin? Yeah, they're married, man. They're not just married. engaged. Married, nigga. Yeah, bro. If she files the papers, everything goes through, you get divorced. But you might as well just have that threesome, bro. Go, go ahead, grab that threesome, do it for the culture, and then, you know, charge it to the game, like bro. Said, do it for the culture. Do it for his daughter, man, really? <laughs> no, oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's just it's hard to feel bad for y'all niggas, man. Especially when y'all be full blown married. Like I just, it's I'm hard just to feel entertain. Bad for a that don't even make sense, bro. I I would get slapped for entertaining. I'm just I'm just texting them, babe. It ain't nothing. I'm just I'm just flirting, bro. It ain't yeah. even serious. Just send her the dick. What? Dick. I'm not actually putting my dick in her though. Yeah, come on, babe. Like you know, you know what it is, bro. I'm just I'm a rapper. You know what I mean? You no, know, I gotta keep the lifestyle going. I gotta end myself, hold man. But if she was texting stuff like that, though. Oh, hell no. Nah. If she was texting guys and was like, oh, uh, whatever, I'm trying to have a threesome with you and your homeboy. Like, what? Ain't <laughs> he no would way. be hurt. That nigga will goddamn shoot that nigga before that even happens. Mm. Well, so, yeah. Culture. Um, culture, I'm sorry that you have to go through this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I want to say, I hope your parents get back together, but at the same time, I just, <laughs> ah, anyways, what is next on the agenda? Okay. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart has been in the news lately, um, because cancel culture has come back and found some old tweets about, well, this was originally from 10 years ago. It was from like 2009? eight to ten years ago, and I don't know if it was tweets or from a comedy special, but I think it was about tweets about like basically him not wanting his son to be gay or yeah. whatever. I think he had a joke about it, mm-hmm. but I think the tweet is what they what they talking about. Yeah, so Kevin already apologized about that tweet years ago, yeah. and it got announced that he was hosting the Oscars. And, you know, whenever somebody's doing really, really good, it's just like somebody's always trying to find some bad shit on yeah. them. And lo and behold, this came back. The cat or was it the Academy that called him or the Oscars? Whatever it was. was they it, called I, Kevin and let them know that he needed to apologize for the situation. Mm-hmm. Or they'll have to, like, you know, have to reconsider his role as being ho- as a host. Um, he made a response video about that. And... You know, he's standing his ground. He's like, I'm not apologizing again for something I've already apologized years ago. Yeah. And I'm 100% with that. Like, why y'all having a nigga apologize for shit he's been addressed? That don't even make any sense to me. I told y'all, I'm over cancel culture. This shit is lame to me. Like, 
what what point? Y'all have all this time to go find dirt on these niggas, bruh. But what are you doing for your own life? Yeah. Like on some real ass shit to really actually go and take the time to search to this nigga's tweets to find this shit. What can you been using that time for something else more beneficial, more positive? Like, dude. And it's just like, if you would have taken that same time to see the tweets, you could have taken the same time to see if he's even spoken on that situation already. But motherfuckers just take the dirt and run with that shit, man. It's so, it's lame to me. It's lame. I am completely with Kev. I stand with him 100%. Um, I saw Nick Cannon out there showing all these white comedians using uh, homosexual slurs and shit like that. And it's just like, yo, they don't keep the same energy. Yeah. They don't keep the same energy. <clears throat> and this is exactly the shit we talk about, man. I think it's definitely... The pendulum is starting to swing. Like, so with this... Especially I see it with this mostly, but like we were on a run where everybody was getting canceled for everything they did. If you find one small thing or if you find one thing or anything that people did in the past, they start they start um, getting canceled, shows getting canceled, jobs getting taken, blah, blah, blah. Now, with this situation, I see more of a swing the other way where people are like, okay, like what is the boundary? Like where are we going with this? Like are we canceling everybody? Because we could literally... I mean, if we wanted to, we could look up something that everybody in the world has said. Like, literally everybody in the world, we can pick one thing that you said. If you said the F, um, <laughs> uh, the word, the homo, the homophobic slur word. What word is that? Hmm? What word is that? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> he be caught up. Um... You can find anybody has said that at least once, and we so we just want to cancel everybody. Like this is the first situation where I finally see the swing back to those people kind of stepping back and like, okay, how judgmental are we getting? Are we judging like every single thing that everybody is saying? Um, are we saying that people don't grow? Are we saying that people can't can't people have to face consequences before things that they have already learned from in the past? Like that's that's where it's getting kind of tricky, and this is again, this is the first situation where I'm seeing people are actually like starting to not side with the cancel culture. Yeah, I didn't see anybody uh, on my timeline be like, "Yo, fuck Kevin Hart, he's a fucking piece of shit." Yeah, how dare he? Nobody was like, because everybody knows who Kev is like a good dude, like. At least I'm pretty sure. Well, like, well little, besides, you know, uh, yeah, that one little you know I mean? But uh, <laughs> you know, he be doing charity. Yeah, you know, workout stuff. He be working out. You know, he be taking care of his kids and shit. Yeah, like he's not a bad dude, and that's why I think it helps people. Like Roseanne, right? Roseanne. Oh yeah, Roseanne just evil. She <laughs> was doing like she was doing evil stuff before, so like whatever. But like Kev. This is somebody people was like, wait, he might have learned from his mistakes. Like, he's grown. He's all that type of stuff. So, you know, I think this the pendulum is starting to swing back to where it's like people are not taking everything, every little thing that somebody says and putting it against them. Yeah. Especially in the past, man. I, was like, yeah. I agree. Um, we stand with Kevin Hart. Yeah, we stand. The in general podcast stands with Kevin Hart. 
Put that oh on a t-shirt. God. I mean, if you want to do a guest spot, Kev, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we stand with you, boy. But yeah, man, this this cancel culture shit just gotta go. Like, if you really offended by that, just be offended on your own. You don't gotta, you don't gotta do all this. Cause now look, the Oscars are struggling to even find a host. They might not even have one this year. You know why? Cause they just jump. They yeah, just the react host, Kevin Hart because of the of internet views. now. Everybody just reacts like, "Oh God, got to do a PR check." We just don't want to. I mean, <laughs> shit. Look at Prada now. These niggas had their new collection with some uh, blackface, and they' about to lose some money. So everybody's on edge. But why don't y'all niggas like hire like black PR people, like or people like who are smart, educated with this shit, and, like? Let you know, hmm, hey guys, maybe we should be saying this for this. years. This I'm looks saying. a little questionable, looks very racist, but hey. You said it to HM. And look who shop HM. Well, let me stop lying because I definitely bought two beans from the last I week. just found a gift card at the crib. But um, <laughs> I don't be shopping, shopping there. Like, prior to that, I can't tell you the last time I've actually bought something from HM. But, um, yeah, man, just if you really don't rock with somebody, you just don't rock with somebody. Mm-hmm. That's it. You going out and just digging through their tweets and whatnot. That's lame, bro. That's really fucking lame. That's so lame. I agree. But I already made sure my shit was straight. I already <laughs> deleted any questionable tweets. Like, you know what? I don't got time for this one or this one. So let me just <laughs> let me just get rid of all of those. Anyways, uh that's everything we have pop culture wise, I believe. Oh, I'm sorry, one more thing. Grammy nominations. Uh, I know we as a black community don't care too much about the Grammys, but hey, we're starting to see some more black faces pop up in this thing, man. Now, the moment that I know black people are good with the Grammys again is when I see J. Cole perform. If J. Cole performs at the Grammys, then everybody get with the Grammys. Yeah, that's fact. He's <laughs> he's the number one the number one hater on the Grammys. But you know what else? I Justifiably. You know what else? I think. What if he doesn't submit his music for the Grammys? Who J. Cole? Mm-hmm. Probably because well, you have to submit you your shit to, to get you nominated. Have to submit it? Yes, you do have to submit. Mm. So I don't know, man. That could because he's never actually spoken about it except for that one picture with him holding this thing. Uh, pink signs. Oh, yeah. I was about to say Grammys. that was a pretty clear <laughs> um, stance. So I don't, I don't really know. I had a screenshot of you know the nominations that are relevant. All right, here we go. So for best new artists. Her got nominated for that. Georgia Smith got nominated, so shout out to them. Hopefully, her takes that. Uh, Song of the year. Um, that was uh, Kendrick and SZA. Um, what's the song? Star. Um, all of this. Not all the stars. You the song on the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, on the Black Panther. Star or something. So that Elamaz boot up got nominated. I believe Drake's God's Plan got nominated as well. I think boot up might take that. Boot up might actually take that for real because that was a very very monumental song on the summer record of the year. So what's the difference between record and song of the year? Yeah, all the stars. That's what's called all, all the stars. stars. I don't understand the difference between those two. What record of the year and song of the year? Yes, that's a good question. Anyways, um. Cardi B's I Like It got nominated. Maybe. Drake's God Plan. 
uh, Childish Gambino's. Um, this is America. Which I don't really know why that was not good. Maybe the yeah, maybe that's the difference. Maybe it's like a. I have no idea. Actually, I don't. Know. I'm about to talk no, about my ass. No I don't have no idea. Uh, Post Malone and Twenty One <laughs> got nominated for Rockstar. Yeah, all right. I'll be cool with that because that'd be dope to see Twenty One win a Grammy for that. Yeah, yeah but not Post Malone. But album of the year: Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, Drake, <laughs> Scorpion, Her. I was very, very, very surprised that she got nominated for album of the year. And I also feel like this might be a little industry push that I'm seeing because for her to get pushed that high to be nominated yeah, I heard for the album of the year, it is a great project. Don't get me wrong. It is a great project. But I never would have thought that would have been considered no, album of a nominee year? for album of the year. Wait, is Everything is Love? Everything is Love is not on here. Alright. Janae Monet also got nominated for album of the year. You think too. Meek was too late? Yeah, Meek was too late because the cutoff is September 30th. So that won't be until next year. Yeah. Which also might be good for him because everybody already dropped this year. Yeah, true. So he true. really might get the advantage for next year's Grammys. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much. And then rap album of the year, I believe, was Victory Lap, um, Daytona. Mm-hmm. Good project, good project. I want to say God's Plan was in there. You mean uh, Scorpion? Oh, yeah, Scorpion. That's what I meant. But Scorpion, was Scorpion a rap album? Um, yeah, Scorpion was a rap album, nigga. They going to give a fuck a about that album. side, side B <laughs> shit, nigga. They don't care about that shit. Um, let me see. Ooh. Oh, shit. Kendrick did win for damn. Mm. Oh, so Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, Mac Miller Swimming, Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lab, Daytona, and then Astro Road. Mac Miller will win. Yeah, Mike, Mac Miller might just win off the strength of his death. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's just, you know, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> and he white, bro. Like, bro, dude, why are you laughing? Just a, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> I guess a double A story, but like first my man's is dead. Like you heard, you see all the the stuff. Uh, Triple X was winning. Oh yeah. He like you what? He won soul. He won. He won like soul record of the year. I <laughs> said, did y'all listen to the album? Because it was clearly rocking this bitch. <laughs> like multiple songs, but he won soul. All right. Um. Yeah, I think Matt gonna take that one. Uh. And I'm sure. I mean, I didn't listen to the album. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think Cardi's finna sweep these hoes. To be honest, that would be great. It would be great to see her. Oh, that man, that would be. I think she's a finna shot sweep at the offset. Yeah, especially her, now, that, her, now that her nigga cheated on her, and she go on, she go and up. Her case closed, bro. And I just want to thank all the women out there because we don't need no dog ass cheating ass men in our lives. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yo, I, th- I think she's, oh, <laughs> I think she's at least gonna take album of the year and record of the that. year and people, rap we, album of the year. Yeah, I think people forget because it came out in the beginning of the year how good her. Because if they is. don't give her, yeah, because that yo invasion of privacy is it's definitely one album. of the best. That's still in my top five albums of 2018. Yeah. Um, but if she doesn't win uh, album of the year. I definitely think she'll take rap album and they'll probably give the nod to Drake. I just really feel like they're going to give it to Drake this year. Yeah. 
Um, Drake is. I mean, he had a good year. He like did have a good year. He's always got a good year. I mean, year, me personally, I don't know if Scorpion was a top five album of the year. No, but, but it had like in my feelings. But the impact of yeah. and in this, my feelings was everywhere. That and the narrative leading up to it as right. well. Yeah, true. So true, true, true. it was a lot of like talking points about it. like people were waiting for that because of all the stuff that was going on at That's the time. True. That's true. So we will see, but you know, of course, I'm rooting for everybody black um, for the Grammys. I mean, without a doubt. So I'm not saying, but everybody black and Mac Miller. That's what I'm going. All I know is. They've they've had some improvements. I remember when they didn't even show any rap categories on air. Yeah. They would just do it like <laughs> during the pre. Because when when Drake won Album of the Year for Take Care, they didn't even put that on on uh on air. That was like the pre Grammys shit. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad hip hop is finally getting its nod, like we knew it should. I mean, they can't deny now. It is the culture. It, honestly, it pushes is the, the culture. Pop. It pushes the culture. But yeah, that is everything that we have pop culture wise. And now we are going to switch into our last segment of the day, All Things Considered. And for those who don't know, All Things Considered is where we just find some dope stuff on the internet that we would like to share. It doesn't get enough recognition that we believe it should. So what we wanted to share today is the U.S. Supreme Court has actually sided with Planned Parenthood declining to listen to states arguments that they should be allowed to block funding to Planned Parenthood. So this is a big win for women's rights period. So round of applause for the Supreme Court actually doing that because I know we brought that up a while back ago. But, you know, Planned Parenthood is not just like birth control or whatever. Like that's condoms. Yeah. Sex education. Sex education, all that stuff. Like. People need that information. It's it's here for a reason. So why would you take that away? Right. Um, yeah. But I'm yeah. glad they made the right decision, especially with the environment that we have now with uh, within our government. This mm-hmm. is definitely a big win for women, like for real. So yeah, being a bit taking control I'm glad, of your own bodies. I'm glad we're moving in towards that right direction because you know how I feel about white men. Feeling that they can control everything. Yeah. Like, how the hell do you think you control a woman's body? Like, that's crazy to me. But, um... I agree. Especially if shit you, you've never even went through, my nigga. You could never have a kid. So, how the fuck can you decide whether... What a woman can can do without that baby? Or... Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah. It don't make no that's sense That's one thing that always is kind of struggle, Corey. It's kind of you trying to impose your will on somebody else's life and make decisions for somebody that you you will never have to deal with the consequences of that. It says you will never have to live with that baby in an impoverished situation. At all. Because somebody couldn't get contraception or couldn't get... Uh, uh, what do you call uh, abortion or anything like that? Like, yeah, man. You can't tell you can't tell people what to do with their bodies. It's just fucking crazy, bro. Just fucking wild. But that's everything. Thank y'all again for listening to another episode. Absolutely. We told y'all this week that we record on Saturday. It is Saturday. It's three p.m. right now. Fifteenth. So y'all 15th. be here Saturday fifteenth. Um. But yeah, thank y'all for listening. It's to holiday me time. Again. Uh, if you haven't already, please follow us on social media on Twitter and IG. At in general show, uh, personal accounts, I'm D underscore Bassie on Twitter and D Bassie on Instagram. 
No underscore on IG. Ties is black nigger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's uh, cancel Dimitri. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, B-L-V-C-K-T-Y underscore on Twitter. Um, but yeah. Please hit us up if you have any topics that you want us to talk about or anything you like or dislike about the podcast. Let us know. Mm-hmm. But once again, thank y'all. Appreciate we'll see you. See y'all on the next episode. Stay blessed. Adios. Peace.